Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Relief and Relatability. So today I wanted to do things a little differently, um, switch them up a little bit. So if you're a wine drinker, grab a glass of wine. If you like to smoke a J, grab you a J, because today's episode is going to be an ode to every relationship we've encountered that has served a purpose of being sandpaper, which allowed us to do our inner work and learn who we are, every relationship where it has created an environment for us to feel seen, feel safe, to flourish, and to deeply dive into who we are, and to every other relationship that was just transactional. Here's an ode to you. Raise your wine glasses and raise your J. We doing a toast, because I'm probably gonna be in my fields today, so let's get into it. What's up, niggas? And we back. Okay, so we know that normally the podcast comes out on Mondays, but Sunday I was feeling the symptoms from the vaccine. I got my second dose on Saturday. So, you know, it it was just given what I won't expecting it to give. Okay. I thought I was invincible and I thought I wasn't gonna experience no symptoms, but I was drained, I was tired. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get myself until Monday to see how I feel and record the podcast. Came in here yesterday and was trying to record and it just wasn't working. Like it wasn't flowing. I went over at least two topics and ain't making nowhere near through. I decided to close my MacBook and sit on the bed and I was scrolling on IG. Um, And this was like 20 minutes later. And then I had seen a post that was talking about relationships. And I was like, oh, damn, that's what the podcast was supposed to be on. Because remember, the last episode was um, me closing out with an excerpt from Ayala Van Zandt's book, Acts of Faith. And it was discussing basically um, how we perceive people and just the things that they do that hurt us unknowingly. And whatever that looks like, you can go back and listen to the end clip of the last episode for clarity. So anyway, we're here. Today is Tuesday. I'm here with way more better energy than what it was yesterday because baby, it was just not giving what it was supposed to give. Okay, so I have my wine over here with you all and I don't even know, like I might be in my feels. I absolutely will be in my feelings um, discussing this because it's me talking about my journey and transparency. So let's get straight to it. Okay. So we know that I've been in therapy since January. I did bring that up, I believe on the first episode. And since that time, like I've been just examining a lot and I recognize that when you aren't, or I will say me, So when I wasn't operating in the healthiest mind state for myself, um, I was kind of just falling into relationships. Like there was no rhyme or reason. It was just like the relationship felt good at the time. Like, I guess this is what relationships are supposed to feel like because I did not have a clear indication of the proper love that I needed or just clarity on what I wanted to receive. And so Lately, I've been thinking about a lot just around how I, how I was raised, the things that I was exposed to, the things that I enjoyed, the things that I did not enjoy. 
um, relationships that benefited me and relationships that didn't. And of course, family and friends are all included in that, what's the word I'm looking for, in that assessment. So I was just scanning through relationships in my life currently right now and thinking about, you know, which ones serve me and which ones don't, why I fell into certain relationships, why I feel like they don't serve me, um, and just really understanding what I need, like moving forward. So it was like a, a crazy light bulb moment, like hella like ahas and hella like damn. <laughs> and you know, I I feel like, and I don't know if anyone out there like resonates with me, but like after sitting with some of that, it was just like, damn girl, how you ain't see this? But it's like you only know what you know. Like, what's the of course we know the phrase, like if when you know better, you do better. But it was something my client said the other day that was like it was like when you, I, I can't even remember shit. If it come back to me, I'll spin it in here somewhere. But um, basically, I wasn't fully aware then of what I needed. Um, and I can wholeheartedly say, me standing in my truth, some of my relationships um, may have had some of my own projections in there. Um, some of them could have been... I wouldn't, I'm not going to say anxious attachments at all, but I would say more so like just clinging to some form of love or some form of relationship that felt good at the time that really wasn't serving me. Um, so here I am, I feel like stepping into my grown ass womanness. And I can boldly say, like, at this stage in my life, I know what I need in relationships, and that's friends and family, um, and what I kind of need to thrive forward. And I'm also more aware of the things that I need to work on and just certain things that I would like to bring to the table um, and operate a little more out of love. So girl or dude, if you're listening to this, but I feel like the ladies is listening to this. um, I have been seeing a few posts on Instagram maybe the past few weeks and they were talking about how like friend breakups like with your girlfriend are like the hardest and for me like how my friend groups operate in my mind like i have my core like my core core where there's extreme vulnerability there's extreme um emotional outlet like these are people i'm like fully safe with like you know, and then you have your extended core, you know, the people you frequently shoot the shits with, you know, y'all vibe, everything. And then you have like your extended, extended core. And those are your associates or however you want to call them. But that's how it is for me. It's normally based in like three or four uh, categories. But <clears throat> at some point in time, and I would say, hell, before January, your girl was getting like her categories a little mixed up. And I recognized that I was pouring a little more into certain relationships that I don't feel deserved it. Um, But I couldn't see that then because part of it too is I have a big heart, like I'm a giver. Um, And I feel like anything that I've come into wisdom wise or just overall that has bettered my life, 
and it's saturated in love. Like I want to give that to the next person, but everybody doesn't deserve that. Everybody doesn't deserve a certain level of access, a certain level of poor. That's just the reality of it. And I have recognized lately, um, more so like some months ago, that I was beginning to feel drained or I would start to pay a little more attention to, hmm, I'm always kind of doing this or these things and it's not being reciprocated. And I think that was where my heavy light bulb moment came about and I was fully able to dissect and pay attention to um, what's benefiting me in relationships and what isn't. And the type of person that I am, I like to receive in the manner in which I give, Um, you know, and I understand that that's not the case all the time. Absolutely. There are seasons in friendships where one friend may be pouring a little more and the other friend is on the receiving end. But, you know, at some point in time that fluctuates and, you know, it's it's just kind of like a give and take. Like I understand seasons and dynamics in relationships. But um, I think like the main ones that stand out in my mind are the relationships that you feel like you kind of have to keep circling back and like you'll be thinking about something and knowing some shit just don't feel right. And it's like, okay, hmm, let me search me. Is this me? Okay. Then you think the shit's moved out. All right. Fresh story start again. And then it, you circle the block one more time. And it's just like, yo, I, this ain't like, why am I feeling like this? And I think for some of the time when I was feeling that way or like some years ago, um, I I wasn't fully aware of my worth. I wasn't fully aware of what I brought to the table. So I was just kind of, you know, accepting anything. And looking at it today, I don't think I at all did not see the signs. I think I chose not to see the signs. I think I gave particular individuals, you know, chance and opportunity and things like that to prove themselves um, or just show up in the way that I need them to show up, but it, it wasn't taking place. And so what I've learned from this is that one, people can't give what they don't have. Two, if you don't know what you need, you can't demand that of someone else. And three, going forward, I think I'll be a little bit a little bit more direct in what I need out of friendships. And this is with like new forming friendships. Um, but yeah, it's it relationships are uh, a funny thing because even family relationships have their dynamic as well. And for me, outside of labels, outside of, well, not labels, I'll say titles or roles, outside of you being a parent, an aunt, a girlfriend, a cousin, whoever, it's, we're all human. So if this relationship isn't healthy for me, if there are constant triggers in this relationship, if these relationships don't make me feel safe, if my boundaries aren't respected, if what I'm voicing isn't being understood, or honored, I can't give anything to that. I can't continue to be in a relationship like that because it's not going to, it's not going to help me grow. Like, why do we, why, why would I want to be 
in a situation that continues to make me feel uncomfortable or I'm having to continue to be like, hey, is it me? What's going on? Like when shit like that start happening, I just back the fuck away. <laughs> point blank in the period. And I think, um, and this is another point that I wanted to get to, I think in recognizing what I need. Um, at one point in time, I would say in my younger years, like when I was in college and a few years after college, um, I think I was, when I think, I know I was very guarded as an individual. I was very um, just protective of myself just because I felt like I had encountered um, situations where Emory wasn't taken care of the best, <laughs> if I could put that lightly. Um, so I just wanted to protect myself and I was not emotionally available to an extent. I was emotionally available to the people who I could trust, but like anyone else who was trying to come in at that point in time, um, it was kind of like, you got to fight nail and tooth to get close, like very guarded. Um, and as I began to grow and as I began to see the people around me who were really close to me and how some of their character traits were opposite of me, they really helped me grow. Um, these two particular people, I tell them all the time, like Casey and Desmond, like those are the two people that stand out in my mind that have like helped me grow and helped me, you know, just evolve as a person. Like who you have around you, who your tribe is, everything to your core, like that shit matters. And I was just telling Casey that when we were in California, um, when, yeah, if y'all, if y'all follow me on my Insta stories <laughs> and if you don't, it's still a highlight on there called 30 in LA. And, um, I was telling Casey that like, I just thank her so much for just being her because Casey is a, like, when we met, she was a social butterfly still is to this day. Desmond was then. Desmond, I feel, is more introverted now as we've grown. But um, with those two individuals, like whenever I would go somewhere with them, I was always quiet, tucked back, reserved the room, very much like, why the fuck are they talking to all these people? Why do you have to know someone everywhere you go? Like, why can't we just go somewhere, sit the fuck down, talk, eat, exchange energy, and go? <laughs> but Looking at it now, like I would say 10 years later, that was everything I needed. Like seeing them come out and or seeing them be themselves helped me come out of my shell. It helped it it be it allowed me to see relationships in a different dynamic than what I was exposed to. Um so now that Emory is 30, or I feel like like it's so crazy. I hope I'm not going off on a tangent, but let's let's go here real quick. It's so crazy. Like I was just thinking when I turned 30, like, oh, the fuck, like, bitch, it, you are 30. Like, what the fuck is going on? You where is where are you in life? Like, you know, all those thoughts that I was just having. And it's crazy. Like the more like each month came. So like it was fading away from like February, March, April. And I was like, oh, I really think I like her. Who is she? And I just began to fully become in touch with myself and fully branch out. And I understood the power of vulnerability. And 
I think it was maybe within the past year or so, I recognized that I was way more emotionally available than what I was a few years ago. And how I was able to recognize this was um, I was just a lot more forthcoming with things that like just hurdles that I dealt with, a lot more transparent about my journey, just very talkative, just very wanting to let people know like, hey, you don't have to endure this shit by yourself. Like this is what I went through. Um, just very forthcoming with my emotions. And before that was not me. Like, why do you need to know that? That is not your business. And it was really just a defense mechanism. So for me as an adult right now in my prime flies bug, <laughs> um, I need friends who are emotionally available. I need girlfriends um, that can just be confident and be themselves and we both show up and just, you know, have great conversation um, and just be and frolic and live like, and I think that's, I really think that's dope of me to recognize that now because a lot of my relationships that I gain moving forward will be way more intentional Um resonate with my moral compass and I kind of won't be left in the dark so much or wondering how so-and-so feels about me or I'm doing this am I doing that am I giving too much oh I'm feeling like I'm bothering you like those are I don't need to give a fuck about stuff like that and I've recognized like within the past few months like no you just you just need to know what you need and know what you need to bring to the table for the other person and just let that be like all that other shit don't have nothing to do with you. Um, and I think that's very important because sometimes when we fall into relationships just for the sake of like falling into what feels good, um, it just kind of just like, you know, brings about, I wouldn't even say chaos. I mean, cause it's, I feel like everything is all a part of the purpose is all a part of the journey. Um, but we just want to be mindful about who we're attaching ourselves to. Um, yeah, that's where I'm going with that. But all in all, like double was well, circling back to the point I made before. Shout out to Diz and Casey um, for helping me grow, for helping me look at relationships in a different way, for helping me understand that you can have your close group of people and then you can have people that you just have transactional conversation with. Like it's no slight to nobody. Um, and yeah, I forever love y'all for that. Like, thank y'all so much for holding me down. Thank y'all so much for um, being real with me, telling me the things that don't feel good because that shit has helped me. Thank you for always creating safe places for me. And again, this is no slight to any other friends that I have. These are just the two people that stick out in my mind right now because these two people came into my life at the same, uh, at, around the same time. And they have a hand like in who I am sitting on this mic and I'm gonna give them they fucking flowers because I ride for them niggas so hard. Okay, I'm not about to cry. I told y'all I was gonna be in my feelings. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and go to a, another segment that I wanna bring up. It's still tied in to relationships. Um, so yeah. Let's segue into a lighter note. 
All right, so we off to a lighter note here. Y'all, I've been sipping this wine as I've been recording. So, you know, I'm just over here vibing, period. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about um, basically the benefits that I've experienced since being more aware and intentional around um, relationships I'm forming and everything. So the trip that I was referencing earlier in the podcast where Casey and I went to California. So we went, and if y'all want to hear about that trip, like if y'all want me to do a whole episode on that trip, of course, y'all know I'm going to leave the message link in the show notes. So just go ahead and let me know that. Um, But so basically, um, we went hiking in Palm Springs at Joshua Tree. So that particular day, we decided to get day passes to a hotel that was out in Palm Springs. So we got the day passes. We had the pool lounging, got our drinks, got our chips, everything. And we hear these two ladies come over and they're like, hi, ladies, what are you girls doing? So they like, you know, trying to start conversation and everything. And it's so crazy, like how many thoughts your mind processes within a short span, like three seconds, like before I even responded and it won't even that long. Um, between when they spoke to us and me responding, I was like, damn girl, look at you. Because a few years ago, you would have been like, what the fuck do these ladies want? Like, can't you see we minding our business? But I was just here for the moment. I was here for everything that it had to offer. And I had also been, um, just very intentional and loving everything that I have been receiving around just surrendering and being in the moment. So, um, when they came over, we were just having organic conversation. Um, and these two ladies are Mexican. So one was 56 and one, well, one is 56 and one is 60 and the birthdays were around the same time. So shout out to all the Leos out there. Um, but yeah, we were just having like great bomb ass conversation. Like, I don't even know, like this for me, this was just divine. It was just a beautiful experience. Literally, one was spicy and one was like very calm and polite. And it's so resonated with Casey and I because I'm the spicy one. She's the sweet one. Um, but yeah, it was just so crazy how we were just able to form organic conversation with them. Like we were out there having deep ass conversation, laughing, crying, drinking, cussing. Like we were having it up. And we exchanged numbers with them um, and just talked about linking up again, like going to this area where they're from and just having a great time. And I, I was like damn proud of myself because for me, it was so much power in that moment. And although I was going into it thinking about like, oh, this is just probably about to be some just transactional relationship, just some quick conversation we're going to have. Um, and just kind of go on about the rest of our trip. And it was so monumental. And sometimes like when things take place, you just know, like you just know. And it really felt so good to form a relationship with some women who are like, not even double our age, but who who are around our parents' age or, you know, and to just be having great, amazing ass conversation. 
And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm so glad that I've been healing and working on myself because I would have missed like this opportunity had I just been in my cocoon and been so guarded and um, not accepting of what was there in the moment. And what I was uh, recognizing right now in this moment is that when we tend to be emotionally closed off or emotionally unavailable, um, I know for me, it was a sense of guarding and protecting myself. But sometimes like maybe shit ain't even about to go that far anyway. Maybe that's just, you know, me or you or whoever projecting because we're not ready to, you know, just be real in our emotions or be true. And, and some people may have, may not, or myself included, you know, in the past, like may not be comfortable with expressing or seeing the power and vulnerability. And then some people just don't know how, you know? Um, and at one point in time, I didn't. So I just feel like there's so much more connection and things that can take place when we all begin to do our work and do what we need to do for ourselves and just kind of like, you know, show up as who we are supposed to be. And, you know, I hear a lot of people saying like, the, you know, or just phrases around be the change you want to see in the world. Or if you want to help someone, help yourself first. And that is so true because if you're not taking the time to pour into yourself or get to know yourself or doing what you need to do for yourself, you're not any good to the next person. So I was just really thankful for that experience. I was just so grateful um, to just have done the work that I needed to do because that trip was mind blowing. And to have shared that with my very best friend and to share that moment was just like so fucking monumental. Like it was so damn beautiful. Okay. So that's all I have for that portion. But um, I want to just get into talking about what is it? And I, I really want y'all feedback on this. Like, what is it like with meeting new girlfriends or forming new friends? And I was thinking about this um, maybe a few days ago. Like, would y'all consider that the same as like dating? Um, like, how do we go about that? Because I know for me, I kind of like, I might want to like test drive you a little bit before I oh <laughs> bring you in over here. But no, like really, how do we go about that? Because I feel like sometimes the same things that females, and this is for heterosexual females, the ones who are attracted to um, men, but I feel like, because this is just what I been taking notice of on social media. I feel like the same things we kind of complain about um, with men or how like the dating scene and everything is just like, um, you know, we was kicking this, shit was cool. And then he just ghosted me. Like, no, that should be happening on, um, <laughs> that should be happening on the female side, but like strictly platonic um, relationships. And I, I'm fully aware and I so agree with like some shit, you know, like when things end, you don't have to do a full like, hey, this is ending. I'm done with you. This wasn't working out. But like, I feel like there's also a space that we can discuss like the beginning of 
like meeting someone and y'all vibe. And it's like, like basically courtship. Like there should be like, what does courtship look like when you meet a new girlfriend and you vibe? Because I feel like it kind of gives the same dynamics of when you're dating for um, deeper love and relationship purposes for my people on here who are part of the LGBTQ community, like you are still included. Um, like for platonic relationships, what is that What is that courting like? Because for me, I'm very like, I know now, now I say, but I know what I want. But for, I would say like with anything though, like if, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Like there's no, how can I put this? Like I, if I'm pulling up and I'm showing up and in the beginning, like you reciprocating the same energy, then I'm just thinking like, okay, we want the same page. Like when the next time you're trying to link, what is this giving? Like, what are, what are we, what are we doing here? Um, so I would just love some clarity on that. Like y'all please hit that fucking message button and send me a message because we can do a part two on this. Like, what new girlfriends look like or how do you form new girlfriends or you know you know that because I don't think that shit I don't think that is talked about much and I'm gonna release a cat out the bag so I had this idea right and this is why it was almost a year ago when I was um driving to Atlanta well riding with one of my clients who now moved back to Georgia and um she was one of my homegirls hey Brittany um and we were talking about this and I was talking about like some form of speed dating for um women who may be new to the area so like say if someone relocated from Cali to Charlotte or some shit like that and you're trying to meet new girlfriends and based off of some shit that you check off on the paper or you put into an app what have you um you but it kind of pairs you up with someone who is along your same stilo and or you could just do like speed dating just meeting women because I feel like sometimes I feel like some should be harder than what it needs to be and I would think that would be a great idea just for people to get to know each other um whoever want to do something with that do it because I don't got enough room on my plate for that um but I think they're like what is what is cool um, or what are just the dynamics or the next steps when you're growing your friend circle as you get older? Because I feel like how we form relationships when we were younger are completely different Like as we get older. And I feel like the more we get older, I feel like the more we know what we want. But I'm recognizing that that's not always the case um, with everyone. So, yeah, I just I want some feedback on that. But yeah, you guys, I think I've basically discussed everything I need to discuss for this episode. And I wasn't emotional as I thought I was. So before I read to you all another excerpt from Ayala Van Zant's book, I want everyone to grab their wine or their J. Um, and if you need to pause for this moment so you can run and grab and do what you need to do, hit that pause. But in the meantime... I have my glass and we're just going to take this time to do a toast um, to every relationship that has taught us something more about ourselves. Because remember, every relationship that we're involved in is a mirror 
to help you dive deeper into who you are and to do your healing and your inner work. Um, So every relationship, again, that has been the sandpaper, that has hurt us, that we felt like we were at our lowest or how did this happen or it's been a heavy grieving process around that relationship, know that there was nothing that you could have done any differently to change that. And there was a lesson in that. And you figure out what it is that you need to do your shadow work or you need to search yourself in. And I guarantee you, you'll find some light and you won't be bitter about the situation because at the end of the day, it won't a loss, baby. It was a lesson. Ain't that what Jay-Z said or some shit like that? Okay. Now, a toast to the relationships to where we can laugh with our eyes closed, to having vulnerable ass conversations, to the relationships that you and your girlfriends can just be, y'all can change naked in front of each other. And because it feels more like a sisterhood than anything to the relationships that nurture you and help remind you of who you are and remind you of your power. We're giving big toast to those relationships because I'm sure like we could use more of those or we got all that we need. So toast to that. And a toast to every relationship that is just transactional, that is just here for the season, that's just here to serve its purpose for that time and to go on about its business. You know, the question mark ones, the transactional ones, the ones that was like, oh, that was cute. Okay. Cheers to that too, because all of that shit is making you who you are and who you're supposed to be, baby. Okay. Now let me take a sip. Okay. So I didn't read um, an excerpt today from Ayala's book because that just wasn't on my spirit today for meditation, but meditation was bomb as fuck. Yeah, my energy today is just way better than it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how things work out. Okay, so I'm going to read y'all um, September 21st message in this book with Ayala Van Zandt. Again, the name of it is Acts of Faith. Um, it's daily meditations for people of color. So get you some, Okay. We can become so preoccupied with what we should have done that we forget how much we're doing. We can be so absorbed with what is wrong with our children that we miss what is right. The fear over there or our failure prohibits our giving them what they need to succeed. Today, focus on the goodness that exists in children. There are things they do well and things they will learn to do better. Know that you cannot fix your children and you cannot plan their lives. What you can do is guide, support, nurture, and love them with all you have in the best way you can. Once you've done that, know that the Heavenly Mother and Heavenly Father want as much, if not more, for them than you do. I surrender my children to the divine force that moves in, through, and for them. Reflection. What growing goodness in your children can you see that makes you proud? Are you willing to tell them what you see? and feel that was good y'all good as fuck so yeah reflect on that and we will reconvene on monday you know if things go according to plan okay so thank you for your patience 
um, in this podcast being a day late, but also on time, okay? Because we know that everything happens in divine order. And I love y'all. Sending kisses your way. And bless up, baby.